Farewell. Hello, Gator Nation, and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Albaverde, staff writer for the Lake City Reporter. What's up, Florida fans? Welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators. On today's show, we are going to have a midseason review with former UF safety Ahmad Black. He'll join us to give us his thoughts on the Gators through the first six games of the season. He'll tell us what he likes about the offense, the defense, and specifically his safety position. And we'll also break down for what is big win in the swamp over Auburn and what the Gators need to do to get a win in Death Valley. Here is my conversation with Ahmad this week. All right, now we're joined by the All-American, not Silk. Yeah, I thought, I thought Silk was the All-American, man. <laughs> no, well, he's an All-American too, but not like you. Former Gator Ahmad Black joins us now on Locked on Gators. He and I have spoken numerous times on ESPN Gainesville, first time on the podcast, and he has his own podcast that you can listen to, Stadium and Gale, every week. Uh, we'll talk about a few topics today, Ahmad, but... First of all, how you doing, man? How's fall treating you? Oh man, it's good. You know, it's a it's a it's a gauntlet always for for October, um, you know, with, with with the Gators, and uh, you know, it's always some some tough some tough matchups in October. I remember uh, my senior year; I think we lost every game in October. <laughs> you know, so uh, you know, but uh, you know, I, I think these guys can handle it. Um, you know, these these guys are are, are tough and uh, and and you know they coached up well, and you yeah. know, I think we can go in Baton Rouge and probably still one. Now we're made it through the first half of the regular season. Uh, Florida six and zero, first time since 2015. They've obviously had some games where they face adversity. They got the big win last weekend against Auburn. Just what are your overall thoughts on the team at this point? And what you've seen from them? Uh, these guys work hard. Um, they they practice hard. Um, they put in the time and the effort um, to get better. These guys are getting better. So I'm excited to see um, what the rest of the season brings. Also, uh, you know these guys are buying in the program, and you know um, you know. I know that defense have adversity. Um, yeah. Offenses, you know, um, had their struggles a little bit with turning over the ball and whatnot. But, you know, I think what I take the most from that is that these guys are, um, you know, trusting in each other. Yeah. Um, they don't get mad at each other at, at any point of the game. Um, I think this is one of the closest teams since since we've been a part of the Gators. Um, wow. and, 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 I, and I really love that, you know, and, yeah. I, and I'm not the only one that says and sees that. And I think we, we probably saw that moment, a perfect example of it, when Felipe Franks went down, the way all the players came out on the field, and the way that they responded in that fourth quarter. I felt like a lot of that comeback that they had at Kentucky was those guys wanting to play for Felipe. For sure, for sure. And, uh, and Felipe is a, is a Mr. Quarterback, you know, and, yeah. and he, he, he runs, you know, somewhat of the locker room, and he, he's the main guy of the team. He's the most popular guy. He's... He's the one, you know, uh, you know, everyone wants to talk to and, and be around, and he has a personality, you know, just for that. So um, when these guys, you know, huddled around him and corralled around him, um, that just shows his, his, uh, his uh, you know, power amongst the team. Sure. Um, so those guys, uh, you know, really love him being around, yeah. um, regardless of what the media was saying. Mm-hmm. Now, he went down, Ahmad, and at that point, I think most Florida fans were like, oh, crap, where's the season go now? Uh, but then number 11 steps into the game, 19 points in the fourth quarter, and, and really ever since then he's been taking off. Yeah, Spurrier, I mean, Trash stepped <laughs> in the game and uh, playing like Spurrier out there. But, uh, you know, Trash got in and uh, he did what Trash does. And uh, I, I think, uh, you know, last last year we got a glimpse of him. Yeah. Um, it, you know, unfortunately he got hurt in, in practice. But I've been pretty impressed um, for the most part with Trash. Um, it's just a few things he has to clean up. 
um, like anyone else. I mean, I, I don't want to single him out, but you know, um, everyone has the opportunity to get better every week during practice. So. Yeah, the one time you, you mentioned Spurrier, he went on Fine Bomb this week, and they asked him, well, "What do you think about Kyle?" And all he had to say was about him letting the ball on the ground and the sack. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even give any compliments. His classic Spurrier, of course. But, what do you think about that issue that Kyle's had? Because from my standpoint, I look at it and I see a guy who hasn't played, hasn't been hit, and now he's got live bullets coming at him. I mean, of course he's going to fumble, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I see what, what Spurrier is talking about. But, uh, you know, uh, I just feel like they had the best, best defensive line we've ever seen. Sure. Know, almost, you know, a, a lot of us. Um, those guys are, are, are uh, SEC defensive line they, they they work hard they're extremely talented like generational players um trash just has to, to have a better uh feel for that yeah um i don't think everyone is like that but i know it's going to be some great players you play in the sec you play in the best best conference of football so um you know you just got to work on having that timer in his head getting the ball out of his hands and uh um you know i mean we can't fault the offensive line because you know those guys doing their job you know they're blocking yeah. so uh you know we can't block someone for forever so he has to have that timer and get it out of there quickly yeah, and those guys are going to be making millions of dollars uh, in a few months. Now, it hasn't just been trash. We've seen a two-quarterback system. For sure. Little, little shades of 2006 a little bit. Uh, and Emory came in against Auburn, man, and, and really played well in that uh, scoring drive that he had. Yeah, he, he got in. And uh, what I like the most about him is, you know, I, a lot of people probably got nervous about this. And uh, I talked to a few people about this, man. He came in putting his head down. And, yeah. And he was lower, lowering the boom. So, you know, I, I just don't think that's too smart when we only got one other Yeah, that he's quarterback. It. Yeah, right. That's it. So, um, but all in all, I was very impressed with, with uh, Emery, how he came in and, and the rifle was dropped. He picked it up. Um, it was no let off. It was no drop off. Um, yeah. I expected him to get in the game and run zone read, and he didn't. <laughs> I bet you they were too. So, he yeah. got in and, uh, you know, went to slinging the ball around. And, and that's what we've been looking for. We've been trying to figure out. Um, is he able, is he, he's capable of, of throwing the ball around? Now let's move to the defensive side of the ball. Your specialty, that unit, man, they're just playing out of their minds right now, right? Yeah, and, that, and you know, the defensive line is is, is, is a, a main part of that. And, uh, you know, people, you know, talking about the secondary and, you know, how good this, those guys are. And they are good. They're great. But at the same time, that don't happen without a D-line getting pressure yeah. on the quarterback and the quarterback letting the ball go, you know, earlier or whatnot and he have to move out of the pocket. So um, they both go hand in hand. Yeah. You know, a lot of those sacks come from, you know, we got coverage on, coverage on the back end. So, yeah, so um, as long as we keep that that hand-in-hand relationship going, um, I don't think, you know, we, we can uh, – we can we can fail, you know. Yeah, when you look at Ty Grantham's defense as a as a former player, as a guy that's playing the NFL, like, do you just get pumped up watching his scheme play out? I mean, they've had two shutouts in the swamp, another game where they only give a field goal, and then the last game, every time Auburn scored, it was off of a turnover, the two right. fumbles and the turnover on down. I mean, basically, this defense hasn't given up anything. And I think that that probably speaks to the scheme and how aggressive he has those guys playing. Well, apparently not. Apparently, after we beat Auburn, they're not that good. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, you know, every week is, is something with, you know, with, with the media. So, uh, you know, th- these guys are coached up, man, and they do what they need to do. Uh, Grantham has them coached up. Um, I think they respect LSU and what LSU has going on. They respect that offense and, and that defense and respect, you know, Joe Burrow, to, his ability to throw the ball and get it to the receivers. So um, I'm acknowledging that. I know other people see that. And, uh, um, you know, I, I have no idea what those guys over there talking about, talking about they hate Florida and all that. I'm like, all right, bro, like, you know, just make it worse on yourself. But whatever, you know, we, we uh, keep it classy and uh, go over there and play some Gator football. How do you think 
does Mullen use that at all to motivate the guys? You think that gets posted up? Well, you know, if Irvin was here, that'd be all up in the locker room. Oh, it'd be everywhere. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I think these guys are doing a, re- a very, very good job of winning a game, getting over it, and getting ready for the next game. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime, and let the Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code Kickoff at checkout to receive a discount of up to a hundred dollars. Does, um, does Mullen motivate them differently than Meyer does? He, he seems like he doesn't follow the same blueprint yeah. as far as getting ready for rivalries. or Nah, I don't know. Because, I mean, when you look at it, I mean, the game is a game. Yeah. You know? You trying to tell me you're going to get ready for Georgia better than LSU? No. Why, was Georgia a rival? No. A, a tough game is a tough game. So, um, you know, that's how, that's how Mullen looks at it. He looks at every game as a challenge. And um, I know he's going to have these guys coached up and ready to go. Yeah, now we got a uh, two SEC players of the week last week. Freddie Swain, Sean Davis. Three. We had a soccer player, too. But, you know. Oh, <laughs> hey, you got to mention all the games, Yeah, soccer, right? soccer player got SEC player of the week, too. So. Um, but but uh, Sean Davis, man, he's he's really kind of been coming on the last uh, few games. He's got three interceptions. He's leading the team. What do you think about the way 31's playing? That's your spot. Uh, man, I seen 31 when he first got here. So that was on, when on the McElwain staff. And, uh, you know, it's just – I seen from day one this guy had a lot of talent. Um, he come from Miami area, and uh, you know I, he he came up here. I think Randy Shannon, the one who brought him up here. Yeah. Um, Props and, to Randy. Yeah, and got him up here, and uh, you know he he's bought in. Um, you know he's he's been through a, a lot. I think he tore tore his ACL. I think last yeah, he had year. Some injuries, yeah. Yeah, so uh, you know he's fighting off these injuries, and and he's finally back healthy, and uh, and we seeing what he can do, and uh, he he he's got the Gator people excited. And he also said earlier in the year that. Um, for him to get to this point where he's become a starter, it took him kind of having some confidence. Like, he was lacking confidence earlier in his career. Did, did you see that? And, and at what point do you feel like it takes for a guy to kind of get over that hump? Man, my whole freshman year, I lacked confidence. So I, I, I know exactly how he's feeling or how you felt. Uh, my whole freshman year was just, you know, injuries. I had hamstrings. Oh. And, you know, I had this, I had that. And um, I could never seem to get it right um, until my second year. And... Yeah. uh you know, I think I had to get a year under my belt, you know, to try to figure out, you know, figure this stuff out. Because uh, I don't think nobody in their right mind is going to come from high school and come guard Percy Harvin or, you know, <laughs> Bubba Caldwell, at the least, Riley Cooper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and, you know, I, I love Riley. And, you know, he, he's one of our, our best receivers. But at that time, you know, I got I was out of high school. So uh, it, it takes a lot to, to get your confidence back, um, especially in the sport that you love. And, uh, you know, he got it back. He got his mojo back. So I'm excited. Did you have any uh, deja vu on Saturday seeing him get that pick and run around and throw back? I mean, he looked like Reggie Nelson. He looked like Reggie Nelson. I just remember being in that in that in that, uh, in that recruit section and seeing Reggie do that. And I'm still trying to figure out how he fell in the end zone, but whatever. Um, and he, I don't know if he tripped over somebody or, like, whatever. I don't know how, how Reggie right. fell, but I just remember him getting up. I mean, the crowd was going crazy. It, it, it was crazy in the swamp. Now, let, let's talk about the elephant in the room before we leave this, this safeties. Every time I get on Twitter, every week, all the fans, 2 and 31, that's for the, that should be for the starting safeties. That's, that's who needs to be on the field. Um, obviously, Ron English and that group, they're not operating that way. And I want to give some props to Donovan Steiner. I think that he's played really, really well, especially recently. I mean, he's, sure. he's made some game-changing plays. What do you think about the safety rotation and the way they're making it work with with all these guys getting some reps as starters? Well, at the end of the day, ultimately, um, I know Mullen has to say on, say so on it. Yeah. Um, you know, you can say English all you want. He ain't the head coach. I love Coach English, so I don't you know think I'm you know bad talking. But 
um, at the end of the day, you know, we aren't we aren't at practice. We don't yeah. know what's going on at practice. And I think that um, I trust Marlene and everybody else should be able to trust Marlene enough to know um, if a person is, is is practicing well and doing well in practice, they need to be in the game. Yep. Um, I know Donovan Steiner is a great player. I know two is a great player. I know 31 is a great player. Um, you know, even 29 has his moments, you know, but I just I, I don't think nobody's on our back end. It's just awful. Sure. You know, and, you know, we... You don't play DBU at Florida. Yeah, you know, bro, and nobody's awful. So, when I when I see fans say that, I'm like, damn, bro, like, no disrespect. Can you go out there and do it? Yeah, or no. just or celebrate the guys that are yeah, making the bro. plays and, without... And don't, don't trash the next player, bro, because that's our team, though. So, you know, I love 21. I mean, I love 29. I love 31. I love 13. I love 2. I love all of them. Outside looking in, it looks weird. Yeah. Um, but I, I know they, they probably have a process of how they do that. Now, obviously, those guys in the defense as a whole got a big test on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Everybody's hyping up Joe Burrow. He's the greatest thing since sliced bread. He's got this brand new offense. How in the world are the Gators going to guard him, Ahmad? I don't know. I, I mean, don't know, it's going to be over in the first quarter, right? That's yeah, what so that's what they're saying. And, you know, he threw five, intercept- or five touchdowns last week, and I don't think any of them was thrown to a receiver that was in coverage or, you know, whatnot. I think all of them was because they were running by the, the DB. Mm. You know, so, I mean, that's a lot of Bo Nix throws as well, and that's similar to Bo Nix. And when they were saying Bo Nix was this amazing quarterback, well, also he was throwing to the to the receivers, and his receivers was out jumping the DBs. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, we, we will see, you know, and I'm not taking anything away from LSU. They're a great team. They're a great football um, team, I, I know they have a great coach. He can't speak well, but he's a great coach. Um, and uh, you know, <laughs> we're gonna be ready to go out there and and, and, and get it cracking. You know, I, I hope they don't think we're scared of them. Yeah, because when you really think about it, it's supposed to be three years in a row we beat LSU. If we would have stopped them on our last drive in twenty seventeen, it was twenty seventeen. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, bro, it's three years in a row. Man, there's no way people are supposed to beat us. You know, pretty, the two times I lost to LSU has been on. They got six fourth first uh, fourth downs on. Um, yeah, six fourth and ones or something like that. And then they ran a fake field goal. And then another one, they ran a fake field goal. Like, they, yeah. they, I, it, it flukes. Yeah, it hasn't been too many times. They just literally blew us out. You know, right. so um, I think we... So we, you were uh, a little bit surprised by that two touchdown. I don't know how they came up with that. I I, I, I'm, I'm, I need to text pa, uh, Paul Feinbaum or something and try to see. Because Herb Street or somebody. Because, uh, you know, they're crazy about that. But, I, you know... You mentioned Feinbaum. And he, along with a lot of other national folks in the media... It seems like it's taken them some time to give the Gators respect. First of all, why do you think that is? And second of all, how do you think the team? Because they hear it. I mean, they and they haven't been hiding the fact that they hear all that stuff out there and and they want to get their respect. It's just weird to me because we beat LSU what the last two years yeah. and have the same guys coming back and we do too. And they say, oh, LSU is this great team. Yeah, they also. Played a shitty yeah, played ass Oregon. They played a sh- Texas defense is like right ninetieth or some stupid shit like that. And then like, come on, bro. I- I'm not taking anything from them. They have a great scheme, but like, how can you just say, oh, you know, these guys are, are trash, but these guys are good. <laughs> and then we beat a team that you say we weren't gonna beat, and then all of a sudden the team we beat was trash. And like, I don't. I mean, Auburn had an argument to be the top team in the country before last week. Guy came to the court, Dari, right? Yeah, yeah Dari Noka. Dari came to the quarterback club, out his own mouth said Auburn, at that time, he didn't say what we did last year. He said, at that time, Auburn is the best team in the SEC. Yeah, and most accomplished. He said that last week. And we beat him, and it's like, oh, they're not that good. good. Bo Nix wasn't even that good anyway. Well, damn, I said that on my show last week. 
Sure. And we had a guy come on our show and disagree with me. I mean, I don't know. I, now, you know. Now, obviously, all the fans, I think they can hear your confidence. What are the concerns you have in this game? What are the things that could uh, you know, hold Florida up from getting the win? So, the, so my concerns are, uh, you know, going to Death Valley. It's a loud place. It's a crazy environment. Um, you know, just just being backed up in our in, in our own territory and yeah. have and coming out, and we have um, a, a younger, not younger, but you know. Uh, offensive line that nobody I don't think any of the offensive line have even been in that stadium yeah. before. Except Nick. Nick yeah. Okay. So we got one player that's that's actually played there in that stadium and uh you know so we, we gotta make sure we're good on the snap count. We gotta make sure we're not jumping offside. Yeah. Um we gotta stay focused. We gotta score. We gotta stay on top. If we stay on top we win. If we get behind and let this crowd get get on us, uh, I just don't know how we respond. But in reality though, um, you know what we do have working in our favor is we played from behind before. Yeah. LSU hasn't. Yeah, and so, you're all battle tested. Right. You know? So so when you when you when you think about that, a lot of people don't mention that. We lost our starting quarterback and was behind what double digits in Kentucky. Yeah. We so, lost your lost the starting quarterback twice and and had to deal with that sudden change. And we had to deal with that sudden change. So um you know that that, that goes in our favor. So all in all it's gonna be a great game. I'm excited to see uh, you know, what both teams put on the field on Saturday. Last two things, you part of a win in Death Valley, that 2009 game. That was crazy. So much leading up to it with Tebow coming off the concussion. Um, what did it take for y'all to get a win that year, especially coming off the 07 loss? I know there was some extra motivation. It was some defense. You yeah. know? 13-3, right? Yeah, it, it was nothing but defense. And uh, I think Riley Cooper had a touchdown. Yeah, Riley Cooper's um, touchdown. Yeah, and I don't know how he caught that. Um, he just, I don't know. He was amazing. But Coop caught that touchdown, um, and we just played lights out defense. I think they kicked a long field goal to even get through. Uh, but that's what it's, it may take, you know. Yeah. It, may, it may take for us to come in here and play some great defense. And we yeah. got we got to get some plays. We got to make them turn over the ball more than we turn over the ball. We got to win a turnover battle and make tackles. If we make tackles and get to the next down, we should be golden. Final question for the first team All-American. Regardless of what happens this weekend, what do you – think of the prospects for Florida this year? Like, how far can this team go based on what you've seen, based on what the rest of the SEC looks like? I mean, this team can be, you know, uh, as good as they want to be. You know, the, the, the sky's the limit. <clears throat> but ultimately, is, is uh, are we going to keep the same intensity? Are we going to get compla- uh, complacent and, and, and be satisfied where we're at? Yeah. Or are we going to compartmentalize every single week and go be the best team in the stadium that day? And that's that's what it's all going to come down to, you know, is it, how, how – uh, how uh, you know confident we are going into games? How how we prepare that we can practice, um, and, and I know Le- Mullen will, will have us coach up. Awesome. Well, always appreciate the time and perspective from Ahmad Black. Ahmad, let everybody know where they can follow you and listen to you as well. Oh uh, man, my Twitter is uh, Ahmad Black thirty five A H M A D B L A C K thirty five. My Instagram is Ahmad Black thirty five thirty five, um, and my podcast along with uh, my boy uh, Dan Tom Dan Thompson. And uh and Silk, uh Uncle Silk. Yeah, shout out to those boys. Yeah, shout out to them boys. Uh you can find us on Stadium Miguel. Uh, we have a new episode every Tuesday morning. Um I think Dan is the star of the show. I saw a picture of Dan. Dan got waves and some goals, man. I don't know about that. But, <laughs> He's feeling himself yeah, with the six Dan, and those Yeah, man. Dan got Dan Dan went and got some <laughs> some chains. He went and got some goals. And he, and he got uh teardrop tattoos. So y'all gotta listen to our show.
Appreciate number 35 for his time and perspective on today's show. We covered a lot of ground on the Florida Gators and what they've done to have the success that they've had through the first six games of the season. On tomorrow's show, we're going to get some perspective on the Tigers. The Locked On LSU hosts will join us to have a crossover episode previewing this top 10 matchup. Make sure you stay tuned to Locked On Gators, your team every day.